Practices, yes. And yeah. Kelly, what are we drinking? We actually have two drinks tonight because the spirits moved me, and I was <laughs> I was inspired. So I am drinking <clears throat> a Bloody Mary, and I have rigged up a Make Your Own Bloody Mary bar. So the base is V8 juice. Um, it's four parts V8 juice, two parts vodka, and then about a half a part of lemon juice. And then you can add whatever spice you want. You can add Tabasco and black pepper and sea salt and Worcestershire, whatever you want. So I've got all of that crap in mind because I think it's all delicious. Um, our friend Kara is drinking the Purple Jesus. Purple Jesus! Our, our friend, the host <laughs> of this podcast. I'm drinking Purple Jesus. And what's in that, Kelly? It is about... Three ounces of vodka, about five ounces of grape juice, and then just a splash of ginger ale on top. And oh, and she put out a bowl of grapes. Oh, yes. Garnished with grapes. I was just eating them out of the bowl. A bowl of grapes. <laughs> yeah, I was eating them. I'm a, a good hostess. She is the best host, and she makes the best drinks. I'm and Ryan hates our drinks, so he's just doing shots of wild turkey, which... Hey, whatever. Pick your poison. Pick uh, your poison. <laughs> All right, so who wants to go first? We'll, no. let, we'll let Kelly go ahead and uh, read through the 9,000 pages of notes she took. Because <laughs> <laughs> once again, I'm the only one who did the homework. <laughs> so I took voodoo as my topic. So I want to start with the history of voodoo, because I like all the historical facts, because I'm the nerd. Um, <clears throat> so modern-day Benin a West African country between Togo and Nigeria is thought to be the birthplace of voodoo. And the name voodoo means spirit in the native language of Benin. The forms of voodoo practiced today resulted from the African slave trade that took place between the 16th and 19th centuries. African slaves who were brought to the Americas to work on plantations brought their voodoo religion with them a practice that was frowned upon by white slave masters. Slaves were prohibited from the practice of African religions and forced to embrace Roman Catholicism. Many slaves held on to their traditional beliefs and intertwined them with the new Catholic ideas, creating the beginnings of modern voodoo. Many of the Catholic saints were identified with traditional voodoo spirits. For instance, in Haitian voodoo, St. Peter is recognized as Papa Legba, the gatekeeper the gatekeeper of the spirit world, and St. Patrick is associated with Dumbala, the snake spirit. St. Patrick? Yes. Like from St. Patrick's Day? Yes. So that's voodoo shit when all the Irish people go out and get drunk? <laughs> no, but the, it was already Irish shit. The voodoo people took it and adopted it because they had to adopt the saints. They were forced to. So they just kind of intertwined <clears> those <throat> ideas with their voodoo ideas. In Haiti, voodoo provided strength and solace to the slaves through their hardships and suffering. 
Between 1791 and 1804, a series of slave revolts inspired by voodoo practice culminated in the expelling of the French from Haiti. Many of the surviving colonists fled to New Orleans accompanied by their French-speaking slaves. Hold on, because I already have so many questions. Oh, okay, go ahead. Why were French people in fucking Haiti to begin with? Because the Europeans just kind of went and colonized everything and, you know, went and fucking... I just, like, I think of Haiti, and then I think of French people. The same way, you know. <laughs> I feel like they were never even in the same fucking room, right? Like, why were there a bunch of fucking French well, people in Haiti? Back in the day, everybody wanted to explore and find new land. That they and got. also, that's where they were getting their slaves from, so. They took, French took Haitian slaves? Mm -hmm. So, Haitians took their voodoo to the French and took over St. Patrick's Day. I got you. I got you. <laughs> So, many of the surviving colonists fled to New Orleans accompanied by their French-speaking slaves, and these new arrivals spread <clears throat> the practice of voodoo throughout New Orleans. Voodoo in New Orleans was not as widely recognized or practiced in New Orleans as it was in Haiti. In the 19th century, voodoo practices in New Orleans were codified by Marie Laveau, who was known as Voodoo Queen. If any of y'all have watched American Horror Story, then y'all know what the fuck she's talking about. Papa Legba, Marie Laveau. Yes. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, voodoo has since spread to other African nations, the Caribbean, as well as North and South America. In Benin and Haiti, voodoo is officially recognized as a religion. Oh, shit. So they have, like, voodoo churches? Uh-huh. So, religious beliefs. At the core is the belief in one god, Bonje the supreme voodoo god and creator. Beneath Bonje are many spirits called Loa, which differ from region to region and even family to family. Voodoo rituals involve calling upon different Loa through song and offerings of food and drink. In Haiti, voodoo believers pray and perform animal sacrifices to feed and beckon the spirits. Reverence for the dead and ancestral worship are important parts of voodoo faith and altars are often dedicated to family members that have passed away. Now I'm gonna talk about Louisiana voodoo. Louisiana voodoo is the origin of much of the stereotypical voodoo Im imagery seen in pop culture today, such as Grigri, Voodoo Queens, Hoodoo Paraphernalia, and Le Grand Zombie, also known as Dombala. Voodoo dolls are actually not really prominent in any form of voodoo, and they're more associated with Euro European witchcraft. I feel like voodoo dolls are just fucking horse shit because you can buy well, voodoo voodoo doll kits at fucking Barnes and Noble. I saw them today. They're on sale for Christmas if, yeah. if y'all are looking for a last minute gift. Mo most of what, at least most Americans, I think, would think voodoo dolls based on what you see in Hollywood. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, it's been, like, they took it away, you know, and they gave it, like, some bullshit and they're like, nine ninety nine. you too can break your boss's legs, except for it never works. I've tried. Yeah, voodoo dolls were never really a, a Probably thing in, you in voodoo. Barnes well, Barnes and Noble told me that it was a legit voodoo doll kit. So, really, who's the asshole here? <laughs> so, Voodoo dolls began to be linked with voodoo in the 1930s um, in books and films like White Zombie, which negative, negatively depicted African religious practices. Um, hoodoo. So hoodoo is a practice within Louisiana voodoo that is centered around herbalism and grigri. Um, and grigri is talismans, amulets, charms, spells, and incantations. Is that like um, also the, the white bitches <clears throat> that sell crystals on... Etsy. Is that what they're doing? 
Well, that might be more witch crappery stuff than. Well, I guess that could be quivery too. Spiritual healing. There are hoodoo dolls. <laughs> and hoodoo dolls are used to bless and not curse. Um, a picture or the name of a person would be pinned to the doll. Um, and then blessings tend to focus on four categories. So it can be love, it can be power and domination, luck and finance, and uncrossing which is cleansing away anything that's holding you back. So, the hoodoo dolls are good things. Like, oh, like I would take a hoodoo doll and pin Kara's name to it and say that I want her to have luck and finance and then she'd win a million dollars on the lottery. I feel like you need to do that. Yeah, I, know, Let, right? let's, I wonder if Barnes & Noble has one of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, since we are drunk theory and this is all about conspiracies, I gotta talk about the voodoo conspiracy. And the voodoo conspiracy involves the Care Bears. That's the only part I showed up for. <laughs> so, the Care Bears were created by American Greetings in 1981. And Holy shit, like the, the card people? Yeah, that's yes. what I was about to say. Is that the card people? Yeah. <laughs> they were cards before they were anything else. Yeah. Holy shit. And they shit. featured ten colored bears with symbols on their tummies. Each bear had a different belly badge, which represented the bear's role or specialty. But the voodoo conspiracy suggests that the belly badges are symbols of the Loa. So, love a lot is linked to Urzulu, who is the goddess of motherhood and love. The link between the two being love. Friend Bear is linked to the spirit Legba, because Legba is often referred to as only friend. Uh, many voodoo practitioners won't say his real name out loud. They say it's forbidden. So, he's friend. And Friend Bear is friend. <laughs> Also, the name Care Bears is similar to Care Fours, which is a district in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, which is where voodoo kind of originated. Well, now I want to go back and rewatch every Care Bears with the voodoo mindset and see if they do any weird shit. <laughs> but we'd have to do a ton more voodoo research so we would you, be able to make those links. You can do that. I have no interest in watching all the Care Bears. I was a, well, I was a fan of Care Bears, yeah. so it won't bother me a bit. <laughs> I've rewatched Malcolm in the Middle 17 times. I can rewatch Care Bears once. It won't hurt me. We, we might have to revisit this after our Care Bear binge Yes, we're doing it, y'all. <laughs> on to my next topic. Well, hold on, because, I mean, so that's just it. They just think because of the names, they don't have any specific thing. Like in this one episode, this one set no. this one on fire. No, it's, it's super thin. My next thing is voodoo death which is the whole reason why I wanted to do voodoo, because I think this shit is fucking fascinating. So, voodoo death is a term coined by Walter Cannon in 1942, and it's also known as psychogenic death or psychosomatic death. And it is the phenomenon of sudden death as brought about by a strong emotional shock such as fear. And it tends to occur in societies where belief in the supernatural is fiercely upheld. So, I curse you. You really, really believe in curses. You get so fucking scared that your body just breaks down and you die. So it's kind of this self-fulfilling prophecy thing. In cultures that embrace voodoo, there is no free will. Everything is deemed by the spirit. So if you're doomed, there's nothing you can fucking do about it. So in their head, it's like, now I'm gonna fucking die. So then they die. So then they die. Yeah. So um, 
The phenomenon often occurs in individuals who believe that they are cursed or damned for breaking some religious taboo. I feel like, I'm going to interrupt you just for a second. I feel like a lot of the um, Japanese and Korean horror use that to where they see the spirit and then they just fucking die. Yeah. Is there Japanese voodoo? Well, it's not just voodoo. It, you know, th this happens in all kinds of different societies where just supernatural things, you know, yeah, Everywhere believes But they just spirit, call it voodoo, yeah. Um, Native American cultures and things like that, but where they believe that the spirits are kind of in charge, um, where they can't do anything yeah. once, they're, once they're damned. I like to think that I wouldn't be that way. I like to think that if somebody cursed me, I'd be like, let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> right? I'm not just going to be like, oh, now I have to die and then die on my couch. I think I'm going to be like... It's a right. different mindset, though. Like, <coughs> in, in but I've never been actually cursed. Yeah. So it might scare me so much that I have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit, I just got cursed, y'all. What happens, in a very basic sense, is that the psychological distress created by the feeling of impending doom wreaks havoc on the body. So, hormones are released in response to stress on the system, and an overabundance of these hormones result in things like cardiac arrhythmias. There's also, with the anxiety, there's loss of thirst and appetite, there's shock, rapid pulse and respiration, vascular collapse, all of those kind of result as, you know, So just the thought of it freaks them out so bad exactly. that they die. Yeah, and that is a very... Kind of like being, being scared to death. Yeah, it's a very, very much, real yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And that's actually Except all my... Except for the people that actually... Yeah, well, it, I mean, it, sucks for, it sucks to be you, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you're cursed. Can you imagine how scared you'd have to be to die from right. it? Like, because I've been scared. Yeah. I'm still alive. So it would have had to have been way worse than that. And it might not even be like, you're cursed. Oh, uh, it's like... Over time. Uh, yeah. And you know, they say uh, stress short, is... Yeah. Uh, over a short period of time. Stress like, is bad for yeah. you anyway. Oh. Where you just worry and worry and worry. Like, that'd be awful. Yeah. Awful way to But go. then, so, d does the voodoo person win? Like, like if I put a curse on mm -hmm. you, right? You know, and I'm like, whatever my curse is. And then you just drop dead from fear. Am I satisfied with that? Because you're dead? Or did I not get to fucking fuck you up the way I wanted to and now I'm pissed about it? I don't know. I, 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 feel, like, I feel like I would probably be satisfied. Yeah. That's, that's all you've got? Uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's it. Matt? Oh, uh... You gonna go? I think exorcism. Because I feel like that's been in fucking every scary movie in existence. But yeah, with, like, exorcisms, there are a lot of people that don't believe that it, it's a real thing because there are a lot of people that don't believe in any organized religion. And I feel like you kind of have to... They go hand in hand, organized religion and exorcism. Because the whole point is you're possessed by demons and you need somebody to help you out. There's a lot of debate on whether or not it's real because people don't believe in heaven and hell and God and Satan and demons and all that. I know that exorcisms are mainly Catholic people, right? Yeah. Um, yeah that's a Catholic. Do, um, it used to be anybody could, could perform an exorcism. Um, the Catholic Church kind of took it over way back in the day and now it's a Catholic rite. Well, um... My question, though, is, like, has a Southern Baptist ever needed an exorcism? Or do they not believe in that? They would know. never ask for an exorcism because they don't believe that. they just believe go to, like, the evangelicals, evangelicals, you know, you are healed. They yeah. I, I don't know as far as that goes, but, I mean, I'm sure because 
Baptist people do believe in, you know, good and evil, heaven and hell, God and Satan and all that. So, you know, you would naturally believe in demons. Yeah. But every exorcism I've ever seen, which I've never seen a real one, you know, or whatever, but the movies, it's always the Catholics and they've always got the rosaries. Because the, the Catholic Church performs exorcisms. So it's always associated with the Catholic. Catholic well, are church. Catholic would are Catholic people and Southern Baptist people friends? Well, like, would a Catholic person come to a Southern Baptist person's house yeah. to do an exorcism? Or, no, I guess they all fall well, under the Christian faith. Do they? So Is they it all the same? Yeah, the religion all, confuses me because there's so much of. <laughs> there's actually, I, th- I think it's called the International Society of Exorcists. Where it's all the people that have been chosen to be uh, exorcists by their archbishops in their locations. That was actually going to be my next question. Like, who is allowed to do exorcisms? Is it all from, just any Catholic preacher? No, or do they have I, to go to school? <laughs> I think from the standpoint of the Catholic Church, they choose people. I'm sure any priest could do it. But they, they're really selective about it because they want people that cannot be distracted by everything that's going on with them. Which is what you see in a lot of movies, like people throwing their bodies around and speaking different languages and yelling and spit, all that stuff. People believe that that is the evil or the demons or whatever it may be. Yeah. Distracting <clears throat> the exorcist from performing the, the rite of exorcism. Oh, yeah, like in the Exorcist movie where uh, she gets super nasty. Y'all remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it, but she gets Your super nasty. <laughs> oh, and then, but she does the okay. crucifix thing, like she gets super nasty. So that's just trying to throw the fucking guy off so he'll lose his wit and won't be able to do yeah, it. Pretty much. So they can continue to possess the body that they're in. That's what most people believe. There are, I guess, independent. Exorcists or people that perform exorcisms. I'm not like Craigslist exorcisms. I, I'm not sure if they're all related to churches or anything like. But I, I watched a bunch of videos about it today, and uh, so, some of them a little convincing, some of them a little bit like this. No, like did shit. you watch videos of like actual, yeah, yeah. supposed actual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they look real to you, or did it look staged yeah, for so, YouTube likes? I am a believer, so like. You know, because I'm a religious person, I believe in demons and all that. I'm not religious, but I do believe in demons. Um, I'm torn about whether or not I believe in a demon being able to get inside of you. You know what I mean? Um, but even if that could happen, I still don't think I'm a believer in exorcism. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent on board where the demon can get inside of you, but I'm on board enough to where I don't want to fucking find out. From the research I've done in the past, not <clears throat> not for this episode, because you know I don't do research. <laughs> we did our regular but amount of research for this episode. As a religious person, I have looked into this in the past, and I'm not sure if it still stands, but the way it used to be is if an exorcism needed to be performed, the priest actually had to ask permission from the church. So they would get permission from the Vatican, whoever's in charge of, you know... Which, and that's a whole other conspiracy that. thing. There's a bunch of weird shit going on yeah, over there. Like, <laughs> but we probably shouldn't even touch that. <laughs> yeah, let, so, let's not talk about the Vatican. So I guess the way it would go is, you know, somebody would say, you know, my relative or loved one or whatever is, is possessed, they're acting weird, I need a priest to come in and look at this. I need an exorcist. And the priest would come in, assess the situation, 
and then fill out a report, write a report, or call in, whatever they do. To, wow, there's like paperwork involved in exercise. So they, they because they've gone bad before. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So could we? We could do freedom of information at request for fucking exorcisms. That's yeah. a thing. Well, that went well, wrong where there were there, well, supposedly there would be paperwork on all of them. So even if it's just the church saying, yes, this one did an exorcism. But it would be church paperwork, not government paperwork. Yeah. So do they not so, fall under the freedom of information? Probably no, not. And yeah. But they get tax breaks. They should they're, be. They're seeking permission from the Vatican, which is, you know, not under any U.S. law jurisdiction. So, oh, yeah, that's right, because it's in Rome. Yeah. So, yeah. So you wouldn't be able to file yeah. that. Horseshit. Basically, from what I understand is they are getting their permission from the church and then the church looks at everything and makes the determination whether or not somebody's faking it or they just have a mental problem or they actually need an exorcism. And they're super picky about it because, you know, there have been cases that went bad. Yeah. You know, where it was just somebody that had a mental problem or something like that and ended up getting... You know, dying in the process. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Like, what is the most recent exorcism? I'm not sure. Are people still? Yeah, is exorcism still a thing? Was there a 2020 exorcism? Then I don't know. It's still a thing. One of the videos I watched earlier was fairly recent, but it was just some like random Hispanic priest dude that went into people's houses. That video, like uninvited? No, no, he he was invited. Okay, people called him. I'm not. <clears throat> he got permission from the church, or if he <laughs> probably free, not free if he's YouTube it. <laughs> I don't know if you watched it, but there's that cursed films thing. I have not watched it. I think it it's yet. on like Shutter or something. It is. But uh, the Exorcist was one of them. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is gonna be good as fuck. But it talks about the Exorcist for like five minutes, and then it's some like random ass dude that goes into people's houses doing exorcisms, yeah. trying to plug his business um, or whatever. It sucks. I don't like that movie in particular, but the novel is really good, The Exorcist. I've never read it. I'm not a reader. I, I own it if, if you want to pick up reading it. But yeah, the video I watched earlier, dude went into some lady's house or whatever, and I'm, again, not sure if he's getting permission from the church. <laughs> or, I'm going to just go ahead and say or, no. Or, yeah, or if he's advertising on Facebook Marketplace, you know, exorcisms for sale or whatever. I feel like the Vatican does not promote... Um, on Facebook. He went into this little old lady's house and she was talking about how, uh, you know, she's got all these ailments, you know, diabetes and stuff, and she's smoking and stuff like that. And then he starts praying or whatever, and she starts praying. And then she just kind of faints and, like, they catch her and, you know, lay her out on the floor or whatever. And then she starts talking, but in her normal ass voice. So, I mean, it wasn't like she was possessed or anything. And then this dude's like over her, like demons get out of her, like the, the demon of nicotine, like. <laughs> and I'm like, and that's where it lost me. I'm like, holy I'm, shit, y'all! We should make a comic book, the I, nicotine demon. I've never heard of the nicotine demon. <laughs> I bet R.J. Reynolds would sue us. <laughs> but then, he would have us killed. <laughs> but then she got up and she's fine, and he's like, "All right, you ain't gonna smoke no more." Like. Did you hypnotize her or did you exercise Well, has it? anybody followed up with this lady and seen if she's with <laughs> I don't know. Um, you might have already answered it. I'm super drunk, so I don't remember. So is the Vatican the only ones that can okay an exorcism? I think Or is it any Catholic I, church? I think if you go through all the proper channels, 
the approval has to come from. It the goes Vatican. to the Vatican, so they're like head honcho. They're head honcho of all the Catholic. All of the Catholic yeah. Church. That's where but your um your local archbishop for your area or whatever would be the one most likely to pick the person that's actually going to perform the exercise. But he would still have to call them. Like he's got yeah, one of those yeah. red phones to where he picks it up and it just yeah. calls the Vatican. Like, hi, I think I need an exorcism down here. Yeah, okay. I think so. But yeah, they're super selective about it. Um, the video I watched earlier, not with the Hispanic dude, but with some other dude. He was talking about the selection process. He's in, like, Kansas City or something like that. Um, he was talking about how his archbishop, you know, went through the selection and picked him overall or whatever because he had the best demeanor, like, to be able to block out outside distractions in life and stuff and yeah. really focus on what needs to be done and stuff like that. But that guy was saying there is an international society of exorcists and they meet every other year in Rome. I was about to ask too, is there like a um is there like a standard operations playbook or whatever for exorcisms like like if the if they're convulsing sure. you do this. Or is it kinda like a right, we know there's demons, so you're just gonna kinda wing it. <laughs> get them out, however we can get them out. Sure or is they, there I'm sure they got some standard practices. This guy said when he got picked, there were only about 12 exorcists, legitimate exorcists in the United States, and as of today, there are about 50. I wonder if we can get an exorcist to come on our fucking show. But, oh, shit. Let's hit up Twitter. <laughs> or we can just, you know, go to the Catholic Church right down the street and ask them for more information. Yeah. Maybe not get an exorcist, because I don't know if we have one. Is that like... Not disrespectful and shit. I, I like, kind of feel like it would. Like, I would I, never go to a church and ask for anything. <laughs> yeah. Just because I feel I like my can, face... Can get one of your priests to appear on drunk theory? I, mean, I feel like there's one that's gone rogue that's on Twitter, though. We might you, be able to you find... Think, you think that you immediately just have to go out and tell them what you're doing it for. But you could just go in and be like, hey, I'm really interested <laughs> in this topic. Can you give me more information? And then find You don't out. have to tell them who you are, what you're associated with, or anything that's like true. that. To get more information. Possessed? Anybody end up like getting an exorcism? Yeah, I don't want some Spanish dude to break into my house and start performing exorcism. I don't think that's not that's not gonna happen. <laughs> but organized religion is always under attack every day. So if people are coming in looking for more information, they're more than likely gonna tell you because they want to bring you into their group. You know, we can't go into the church though because it bursts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I might. Like, if religion is real, I could never step foot into a church. I will not burst in the flames. No. Matt can be our dude then. No. Yeah, I, I, I think I. He's our dude on the inside. Yeah. All right, so what is your topic? Um, My topic, we will talk about in just a minute. Um, First, I'm going to break and let y'all know about this week's episode sponsor. This episode, the whole thing, is brought to you by Star Draft. Star Draft is kind of like fantasy football, but instead... It's your favorite actors and actresses and shit. TheStarDraft.com slash drunk. Do you think you're going to know who's going to win the fucking Oscars right before it happens? Do you think you know who's going to win the fucking daytime Emmys or this or that? TheStarDraft.com is what you want. That's TheStarDraft.com slash drunk. But wait. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? We have set up a public league. 
just for our listeners. So if you go to thestardraft.com slash drunk right now, sign up and join Drunk Theory publicly. If you win, you're going to get a super cool fucking prize. Prize to be determined after we get drunk. Hold on. Our draft is January 10th at 2 p.m. Seven spots, you guys, and there are prizes involved. Hella prizes. A one in seven chance of getting an awesome prize. Man. But then, and keep in mind, the Star Draft website itself is also giving a cash prize to the top score, not per team, just the top score overall. So if you make number one in our league, then you're automatically in at least the running for a cash prize from Star Draft. So, I know that I fooled y'all with our fucking picture, and y'all thought that I was going to have info about snake handlers, but I really have none, except for that they're all fucking nuts, and some of them die, and uh, apparently nobody cares. They're still like, yeah, word of Christ. Or, what? I, I don't get it. But we're going to start growing snakes, so if you just, or anybody you know needs religious snakes. For, for me, <laughs> I struggle to get on board with any kind of religious extremism. I'm all for organized religion because I'm a re- religious person. Well, but when you go to the extremes, like I'm gonna get bit by a snake. What if you had to pick one? Okay, so you've got um, snake handling, and and you're not allowed to say neither. You have to pick one. So you've got snake handling over here, and then you've got the weirdo that punches you in the face, and suddenly you can see if you're blind. Which one would you rather? Which church would you rather be a part of? Snake handling. Right, because that just seems like so much fun. <laughs> like, as long as I don't have to handle the rattlesnake. Yeah. Like, if I get to watch. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, I mean, I, I guess they take like volunteers. I can I mean, sit on the back pew of that one. Send us a DM or a comment or what the fuck. We don't know how it works. But um, if you know of any snake handling churches in South Carolina, because I'll drive. If y'all buy the monster, I'll buy the gas so yeah. we can go to a snake handling church, son. I want to do it. I want to do it. Live episode from the snake handling well, Oh, we can do it live. Oh, fun fact, which I haven't done yet. I, you know, Kelly gave me permission to start a drunk theory TikTok. Also, let us know if that's a good idea. That's not a good idea. I do have my personal TikTok, which is a hot fucking mess. But you have to have a thousand followers on TikTok before you can go live. Okay, so um, I'm done because I did no research and I suck. So, final thoughts. Voodoo, blah, blah, blah. What y'all think? Is it real or fake? I think voodoo is real. It's a real religion. No, we don't give a shit if it's a real religion. Like, the... The The gree-gree and the... We don't even care about any of that. Just If you say voodoo to somebody, what they imagine in their head, do you think that's real? Do you think voodoo dolls? And do you think cutting off chicken legs and making soup and love potions and all that shit, you think that's real? Yeah, where I get is, do you think that shit can actually happen? Yeah, well, even the voodoo people say that that's not real voodoo, so... But putting curses on people and stuff like that. I I curse you. Or or I bless you with the hoodoo. I love the hoodoo! I love the hoodoo Do you you think that stuff actually... (laughs) Exists, or do you think it's just... I I believe people actually do it. Are you asking about... Does it it work? work? Does it work, yeah. You don't think it works? Matt, what do you think? I feel like if you believe it, it works. I've always been one of those too, and, and I, like the and the power of three and all that bullshit. A bunch of people I, thinking the same thing. I I'm personally a, don't believe it, but I feel like if you believe it, it'll work. Yeah. So we're. What about exorcisms? I feel like that's. You think demon that, possessions that, are real? Yeah, I do. Do you think um, 
the Vatican has some sort of weird recipe. Like, I know that they say that they pick people based on because they can handle this. Or do you think... Why that, do they just have a handbook? Or do, you, or do you think that they can see something in somebody? Or, you know, kind of like Buffy was a vampire slayer and they knew it. Do you think these people are like demon slayers? They're just not calling them that? Maybe. That's a, that's, that's a fun thought. I was thinking, about- you know, are these... <clears throat> people at the least confrontational or something they're going to get. I don't think that's it. I think that's their cover. I think that's what they say, but I think that they see something and they're like, that's a demon slayer. Has anybody done any research into like, is it families? Like, was it this guy's granddad was also an exorcist? That would be fun. Right? And that would feed into my... So, what are your final thoughts on snake handlers? Snake handlers are fucking weird, but I'd love to see one. Yeah. Um, I really, What's because I didn't do any research, I don't know what the point is other than to just show how big their balls are and see how much... Jesus loves me because I'm not lying, except for sometimes they fucking do. So, how does that see, not kill it right there? For, for me on that, it's always, you know, by the power of Christ, the snake bite would not kill me. But then when the person dies... Well, God just said it was his time. I, and that's it's that's like why I can't get on board with religion. They're always looking for a win. <laughs> They'll bend it to fit what they need it to fit yeah. right then, and then the next day, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, not getting, <laughs> I'm not getting bit by a snake, but I would love to see one of those church services. I actually would, too. I would love it. If, y- if y'all got suggestions for a snake church, I will go. So, I think that's it for this episode. Any uh, shout-outs or house? Um, just, y'all don't forget to go to thestardraft.com slash drunk and join the Drunk Theory Public League. Yes. Because we're giving out a prize. Yeah. Apparently multiple, according to Ryan, who's passed out on the couch right now. (laughs) There will be at least one prize, and it's going to be glorious. Glorious. And y'all listen out for the family plot. Kara and Ryan were oh, yeah. on the other day. That's right. We need to shout out Family Plot. I so. love them so much. They are the coolest people. And me and Ryan actually did an interview with them the other day. Supposedly for their Christmas episode, but we got way off track. So I don't know if they'll be able to use it or not. But whatever. Um, it was super fun. They should have that episode coming out here soon. Yeah, um, in the next week, I would think. In the, well... 2020 is almost over, so let's hope for a better 2021. God damn right. But in the event things are still shitty, you can always look forward to us because we got some big things planned for next we year. We do. That's we're, right. We're not, not going to tell anybody. We, <laughs> we got some controversial figures. We got some shit coming up, y'all. We do. And we are inching towards a very important milestone. So, obviously, if you're listening... You know, you're helping us out. But send the link to your fucking friends and tell them to hit that goddamn play button because we're about to hit a milestone of downloads, which we never thought would happen. <laughs> so make that shit happen for us. Yeah, and I never I, thought anybody would listen outside of us. I mean, I was excited when we hit 50. <laughs> you know, and we are about to hit a fucking milestone. So y'all, come on now. Do it. But that's all I got. So, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Or whatever if you're Jewish. Happy Holidays. Happy, happy, happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Hol- Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. What, whatever you Boxing cel- Day is apparently a thing. Whatever. Whatever you celebrate, we hope it's merry and full of friends and family and good times. Don't get the Rona. Don't get the Rona. Get drunk instead. Yeah. Get drunk instead. Alright. Love y'all. Love y'all. Bye.